Our first official episode of Taste Test has wow. just begun. Yes. I'm going to ASMR over Let's here. Smack it around. And yeah. we thought, who better to have episode one than Ben Field's professional Knoxville podcaster? The Phantom Menace. The Phantom Menace himself. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thanks for having me. It's fun. Okay. I like the vibe up here. I think everyone that's going to listen to this knows you really well. So we'll skip the where were you born? What do you do for a living? I really want to know how second bell podcasting went yeah so set up uh, an airstream trailer at second bell fest behind the barley stage and in between acts would have musicians come over uh, musicians stand-up comics other uh like support staff for the for the uh, festival uh some guys that helped put it on from the promotion side of it just kind of came over in between sets chatted it up with them for i don't know anywhere from five to thirty minutes and then uh got a nice like a nice bank of second bell content uh, to put out on the on the podcast feed, South of Scruffy podcast, uh, and you know, just kind of cobble them all together, make a little mosaic of of Second Bell recap stuff, and got to talk to some people that I never thought I'd get to talk to before. Some really uh, some people that are out on the road doing good stuff, good music, and then all the people that make Second Bell happen too: Rusty, Tyler, Larrabee, all the all the guys uh, that that make it all happen. It was super fun. That's Glad awesome. I did it, dude. It was a big year for Second Bell. Yeah. Reunion of Super Drag, Big Boy. Like, I've never seen that many people. We went to the last Second Bell, which I guess was pre-pandemic. Yeah. I was going to ask if this was the first one. I don't think I lived in Knoxville. I think it's the third one. When did you move to Knoxville? Well, I moved away in 2008. And I moved back in 2019. St. Louis. Yes. Yeah, it's all St. on Louis. south of Scruffy. I lived, yes. Oh, yeah. Episode 37. <laughs> there no, you go. No. Are you I made that number. I have no idea. It's probably about right. It's a good one. It came. That was probably your first COVID. I remember thinking that I would get COVID from going to do your podcast. Yeah, yeah. And then because we went I didn't know together. how anybody got COVID. Yeah, I didn't point. either. And we went fishing together the next week, and I was yeah. really sure that the shuttle driver was going to give us. COVID. I was too. I yeah. masked up in the back of your van. Yep. The windows <laughs> cracked. My. That's head how out. you get COVID. <laughs> exactly in the back of a van. COVID eighteen. That's the STD. Form. Trying to ma- yeah. <laughs> trying to mask up in the back of a van is how mm-hmm. you get COVID. Well, we had been come up with how many did you come up with? I came Ten? up with seven songs. Seven songs that he seven quote can't stand. Shitty songs. Seven just real turds. According to mm. Ben Fields, these are the worst seven songs <laughs> on the planet. Yeah. yeah. If you take umbrage to any of these seven, please reach out to him at South of Scruffy. It's um, it's yeah. Ben's ouvoir. He's waiting to hear from you. Mm-hmm. Ouvoir songs. Is that how Flood you use that word? Yeah. <laughs> Ouvoir. Joie de vivre. <laughs> what is that? that I was, don't know. That was amazing. <laughs> it's French, man. It's I, I know a little bit of French. That one. That was amazing. You know je ne sais quoi. Did you say la vie? How do you say <laughs> je ne sais quoi? <laughs> um, so he All picked right. seven songs that he cannot stand. We prepped him today, and we are going to roll... A die, a die. Yes. Let's talk. Let's 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 check this list out. Your phone. You need your readers. That's the wrong side. <laughs> I was looking at this. Like, also the wrong side. Um, Christmas radio flip the, ad. Uh, flip the whole thing over. There we yeah, go. There go. Yahtzee radio ads. Oh man. Oh man. Are these some hot takes? Whew, this first one's hot. Let's like, go. Pss, oh, hot. Oh no. Every breath you take by the police. Oh. Damn, I may maybe the Diddy one. Oh, but the police. Damn. All right. Do we let I him? Do we let him talk during this, or do we just yeah, read them off? Can, I right. mean, we can. I think since we're really only going to talk about two of these, we might as well do a quick take on why you hate every breath you take. Well, I I kept thinking about the type of song that I wanted to pick, at least for a couple of them, where the where the uh, Jeff Bridges moment, uh, the dude and the Big Lebowski, where. You, Tells the the guy, the cab driver, I think it's like, I've had a rough night and I hate the fucking Eagles. Just turn it <laughs> off, you know? And so, you know, these are songs that everybody likes and that you hear around a lot. And it's just like, when I hear it, I have that same, that, that, that same Fair. reaction to it. I feel, yeah. And that song is, is one of those songs. Mm. Oh man. It's a hard lesson. It is. But when I was 16, I hard listened to it all the time, dude. <laughs> Me too. No way out, whole, baby. I had that whole album on lock. Smoking cigarettes on the way to school, listening to that shit. Me too. I think I was like every breath seven. 
<laughs> I was like, <laughs> like 26 no, going to high kidding. school. Um, all right, number two, Dancing in the Dark by Springsteen. I knew this I knew it was Springsteen. Yeah, I had to pick a Springsteen song uh, because this is when Matt first asked me about about uh, doing this. He was like, well, yeah, what's, what's a, I don't even think you were thinking about doing this podcast yet. You were just kind of workshopping the question. Like, what's a song that everybody else loves that you really don't like? And yeah. I know that didn't end up being the the impetus of the, or the, the, the purpose of the show, but it's still one of those songs that, again, please yeah. turn it off. We've all got those. You went right for the jugular with that too, man. Yeah, that, that's the song. Is it? I, I mean, it when I think sucks. of Springsteen, I think of Born to Run, and I think of that song. Really? Mm. I don't know this one. Friday, Rebecca Black. Oh yeah, we should mm-hmm. play that. Yeah. Is it bad? We'll, we'll listen to it in the break. I hope you get it. It's also. like, um, it are, are you familiar with The Room, uh, Tommy Wiseau's film that the disaster artist mm-hmm. was made after? Mm-hmm. It's that, but oh, a hi, song. It, that's a fantastic way to put it. Yeah. Like, that's you can't awesome. look away. Yeah. It's you can't room, stop. The song. Yeah. Her verses I love are, that movie. Her verses are so um, bananas that you can't quit listening. Mm. Gotta wake up, gotta eat cereal. Oh, it's it's oh, great. I don't like shit like that. Yeah. Well, I can't, oh, we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna listen to this live with you and get your hot take on it. I'm excited. <laughs> Just be like a little. I little forgot snippet. about Rebecca Black. Dude. That's a we good should. One. <laughs> well, I started thinking about really what is the worst song ever. It's got to be up there. It's got to be something like that. It's you know? up there. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Eat cereal. <laughs> Forgive me because I don't know this song either. If I'm saying it wrong, a Millie. Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So that was the one of an artist that I absolutely love and a song of theirs that I wish they would have never made because it's kind of what people think of when they think of this artist that had so much better stuff. But for some reason, this is what kind of got famous and is on the Rolling Stone list of best songs ever made. Yeah. And uh, I thought about just making like just picking one Springsteen song and then making the other six a milli, a milli, a milli, a milli, a milli, a milli. It's almost more disappointing when it's somebody great, right? Yeah, I think so. And for me, like huge Lil Wayne fan for, you know, his his glory years were, you know, were awesome when he was winning Grammys. And and then you f- find out his stuff before that and you listen to that and it's even hotter. Yeah. And then you, you realize that there's a really mainstream song of theirs that a lot of people uh, think like identify that artist as that song, and it's just nowhere near uh, the level quality that the rest it's of their catalog Lil Wayne's is. Dancing in the dark, it is. <laughs> yeah, if you, if there you, you want to call it that. All right, parked out by the lake. Oh, baby, that's a hot take <laughs> this for me. This is great because I don't know you that can, either. You know the way you came in, you can go right back out. <laughs> Honky's going to That's on my top 10, I think. Yeah. Um, so, so me and Chris Hill are the only other people in Knoxville that love this song. Honky introduced me to this song, and it's like, I don't know if you've ever seen the um, the YouTube that they put together yes. with use me up. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Where they get, where it gets to the, I know, 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 I know. And it does it for like two hours and you can play it in the car and nobody will realize that any, that it's, that the beat hadn't dropped, you know, that's how this song, this song is, is it's oh, the perfect man. tease, dude. Absolutely. Um, I'm excited to hear it. I mean, I'm, Super pumped that I haven't heard a I'm lot just, of these. I feel like we should just make the second half of this you experiencing both these songs <laughs> for the first that. time. <laughs> we can do like an outtake. When you asked if I knew all these songs before, or if people, everybody would know these songs before we started, those were kind of, well, that one for sure was one that I, I, yeah. I knew nobody would know because Honky's the only one. Dean who's. Summerwind. Yeah. I like that name. Mm, it's very, a fake it's name. very fake. Oh, but, yeah. But man. Probably. Dean's probably real. Just, yeah, it's probably Nope, real. it's not his name. <laughs> <laughs> what is his name? I don't, I don't know, know, but I read Dennis. an article about it. Denise. Um, all right. Oh, I hate this one. Home, Edward Sharp. Oh, 
Oh God, that's all. Yeah, sucks, we're man. all in agreement here. That hits. You remember we talked about how I just can't stand songs yep. that sound like commercials. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. It's the man. original Apple commercial, dude. <sighs> that's rough, dude. Every like, erectile dysfunction drug yeah. commercial needs to be made to that song. Yep. And also, I I just I can't stand the the fake spiritual bullshit. That's all mm. it is. You know, the like the polyphonic spree almost did it a little bit with their robes and like looking like a cult. Yeah. And I get it. And like, it's the same gripe I have with like, I'm going into hater mode, but like my it's wife loves point. rising Appalachia. Yeah. And I'm like, it's, it's cool. But if you're from Louisiana, you don't talk like that. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so it's, it's a, the it, commercial version. of Yes. It. Yeah. It's a dress up version of, of it's appropriating, you know, sentiments. <laughs> and the the thing about Edward Sharp too is the rest of that album has some decent songs on really? it. Really? And that song is like that song by itself is like all of the Mumford and Sons career. Mm. Like, okay, great. Yeah. Like we get Good it. Job. You yeah. you just did this to music and you've ruined it for <laughs> Thanks. everyone. <laughs> Thanks. That was an interesting Fuck time yourselves. in indie rock. Yeah, it was. Yeah. There's a lot of songs that sound like that too. Yep. A mm-hmm. lot. It launched a thousand songs. Mm-hmm. It's unfortunate. Oh God, it's a great I hate song. that fucking song. I'm thinking of all the yeah. NFL commercials now. Like, it's, remember when the NFL came off of uh, the players' strike mm-hmm. and the, they had the first game back, and that's the song that was on the oh, ad. was it? It was like I everyone driving that. back to the stadium, listening to home. Oh, yeah, because like, oh, they're going that. home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> going <out>, man. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this is not your audience either. Yeah, yeah. The, the Dumb and Dumber dry heaves. <laughs> yeah, you're just like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I made sure and do that right into the microphone. Sorry. But edit that later. <laughs> All right. Last but not least, we have Fish with Iculus. Oh, what? This isn't really a stupid song. This is. Had to pick a fish song. I'm Man, surprised by I that. think fish sucks. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> Ow! Sorry. Ow! But, you know. I mean, there's... there's. That's just me. I'm surprised there's no string cheese on this list. Yeah, well, I don't hate any of their beautiful music. Are you kidding me? Angels is what they are. Uh, the only good string cheese is the kind you eat. Yeah. Mm. Or or that you play with. <laughs> <laughs> but I had to pick a fish song because, again, like, like Lil Wayne... I celebrate their entire catalog. Amen to that. I'm on you. I'm on that side with the fish thing. But uh, I, I went, I saw a few fish shows this summer. And one of them was uh, uh, Dick's Sporting Goods Arena in Denver. And it's like their biggest, it's big, big ass Labor Day show. 30,000 people come fill out the soccer stadium. And they close the entire weekend in Encore with that song. No. Which is just, that's it's not a good garbage. It's not a good encore. <laughs> it's a garbage song. And everybody sits around and is like, oh my God, I can't believe they're playing this. And I'm like, that's the only reason you're smiling right now is because you're such a nerd about the math of this band and how many days it's been since they've played this song that you, you're going to pretend like you're enjoying this. There's nobody that enjoys this sound. I'm not going to lie. As a Fish fan, I totally agree with you, by the way. That's a terrible encore. Um, as a Fish fan, I do have those moments where I'm like, is it just the thing or do I like the song? <laughs> there aren't drugs good enough to like that one, you know? But like the math thing, I grew up with like cousins who were like collecting every single show. Yeah. Here's a mixtape of this. Here's this. Here's this. Like we yeah. got way into that. Well, we'll play like fantasy football with the set lists pretty yep. much at fish shows. And you have a cover that's worth a certain amount of points and you pick, uh, you know, other, uh, uh, first set opener second set opener encore and then it all gets points and you compete against your buddies by what fish plays that night that's some nerdy shit man that's pretty nerdy so i'm part of the problem here but i'm still you have a line at least yes i I, you have standards i do i have standards that's how i feel all right that's a fair song okay that's fair that's all of them that's it that's the list we said come up with five or ten and you came up with the exact middle of that. So Crapped out on it. If you had a half of one, it would be the exact middle of that. <laughs> Let's That's roll, my baby. Math. Let's roll. I'll roll first. It's going to take forever to hit a number one through seven, isn't it? Yeah, I've got a 20-sided die. We have a 20 and a six. <laughs> the 20's behind Where's your uh, uh, behind beverage the, there. Behind the course. Why don't you uh, roll them both and subtract the white one from the orange one? <sighs> That's getting complicated. He's, he's the ump. <laughs> Let's If the orange one is above seven... We'll we'll do that. Okay, I like I think that. Makes sense. All okay. right, I go first. Dude, that's some quick admin. I like that. Mm-hmm. It's my project management background. Speed to failure. 
fucking roll this up. Oh my god. I got every breath you take. Did you really? Yeah. That's the perfect roll. That is the perfect roll. I was I was I can't wait for this redemption. <laughs> no, I can't either. I'm really mm. of all of them, I wish I don't know that I could ever. Number four. What's that? Lil Wayne. Oh, Lil Wayne and Sting. Let's nice. go, baby. Lil Wayne versus Sting. <sighs> Should we break? Yeah, Get let's a break. And Get we're, a gonna, we're gonna deliberate. We're gonna listen to these songs. We'll play them. We're going to build our cases. All we'll be right. right back. See ya. All right, we're back from break. Hey. We're nice and refreshed. We have yeah. listened to both of our uh, our top seven random random pick uh, of Ben Fields' most annoying songs. And man, I'm not feeling great. I was feeling no. great last feel episode. Okay. I'm not feeling good this episode. I feel okay. Let's remind everybody our songs are mine is Stings, Every Breath You Take. The police, right? The whole the whole well, crew was out there. It is the police. Yeah, it's not Sting. It's not just Sting. That's part of my gripe. Yeah. I it mean, feels like a Sting song, doesn't yeah. it? Sting yeah. wants Damn. you to feel like it's a Sting song. Yeah, that was when he was ready to just be Sting. Yep. What's Sting's last name? No one knows. No one to know. What's his real name? I have no idea. It's between him and God. Or it's between him and <laughs> Ganesh. <laughs> whatever, he's, whatever he's with. It's between him and his shaman and his ayahuasca (laughs) (laughs) and his 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 harem and his ayahuasca yeah uh and mine was a millet a millet a millet yeah which i uh i had like two pages last time i have about a half page this time for my redemption case Mm. yeah well you had gnr last time it's a big difference. I think I'm creeping over to Benny's side on this one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he might have convinced you instead. I didn't hate Man, it as much until sucks. I started trying to defend it. Yeah, <laughs> that's okay. All right, man. Let's uh, let's roll into. So the way it's going to work, you can rebute anything he comes up with. We can we can talk it out. Okay. So Daniel's got a page. I got three quarters of a page. Two thirds of a page. Every breath you take, man. Every breath you take. Take us on a journey. I'm going to start this off by saying that I love the police, and I love Sting, and I have since, shit, man, like 1987, since I was old enough to care about music that wasn't the Muppets or the Simpsons, and I feel like Sting has some really bad songs. I feel like just really like this one i just like the song so a lot of it is just me feeling nostalgic and liking the mm. song which is hard to argue for because it's just my opinion so i tried to write down solid quanti- quantitative qualitative i don't know which qualitative one. yeah qualitative have a qualitative list of reasons why I think this song is great. I'm going to start out with the drums because I like drums. And I think, granted, the drums don't do anything in the song. I was going to say, think I think I could play the drums for this song. I don't. 
And that's the, and the and the reason. Unless you're a drummer, I don't know. If I can know you semi well, but I don't think you're a drummer, right? Mm, I'm not. This, Stuart Copeland is a fucking badass. Yep. And and he could have shown the length of his penis in the song for sure, and did not. And and to me, as a drummer, that's I like that kind of drumming. Same. Matt Matt also plays drums, could relate. But his fills, he does have a few little fills in there, and they're perfect. They're just perfect for the song. Also, I want to quickly addend to that or amend to that, that that's my favorite thing. And you can absolutely hear, just like Tom Petty's band, mm-hmm. his entire discography, you can the, hear talent when it's restrained. Yeah, the, it's tasteful. You is kind of what I wrote down. is like the drums are, are held back. They're tasteful. They are what the song needs. So, but how many drummers in the world could play that? Oh, a lot. I mean, yeah. Either one of. I mean, we could play that song. It's not. You could play that song if you sat down and you have any kind of rhythm. You and it would play. sound the same as that. No, no. I don't oh. think I could play I it and so, have man. it sound the same. I don't really? think so. Yeah. I, I don't think people give enough credit to the feel of a song. Mm-hmm. Like, there's there, a pocket. There's a that pocket you need to there, be in, and and if you don't. If you don't have it, you don't have it. And it's song, I think it's song by song. It's guy by guy, girl by girl, whoever's playing this shit. But if I played this song to the original tracks on on time, they just cut Stuart Copeland's drums out and I redid them, it wouldn't sound the same. It wouldn't, really? man. No. I've been there before. Is that production or is that is that something? No, it's feel. Really? It's feel. It's the sub it's, it's the drummer. subtext, dude. It's, it's the, the same as if you have you know, Stevie Ray Vaughan playing Voodoo Child and and Jimi Hendrix playing Voodoo Child. It just sounds... So you can play the same fucking notes. It sounds different. Yeah. Uh, those songs are kind of like peacocky songs, though. Like yeah, they're yeah, showing yeah. their feathers this is with, not, and, and chops. Right. And this, you know... This uh, is not a, a, a peacocking song, so which is what I like about it. That's That was my argument, is what I like about it. Um, but yeah, I, I personally don't think... I mean, me, myself, I couldn't make it sound the same exactly mm. the same see so yeah, just, and maybe that's the reason it's such a great song but that, that i don't appreciate is that the fact that i don't be, notice it is something and, that's beautiful about and that's it, right? what you know maybe 90 percent of the people that don't like the song couldn't appreciate that either it's just it's just something that i personally like about it mm. is that like there's just like tasteful it's it's just kind of like the perfect feeling for the song drum wise and and with that said, I think it is a very repetitive song, but I think it's the perfect length mm. for a repetitive song. It's when we not listened long. to it, it felt a little long to me. Really? Yeah, I think it's but real I mean, short. It was also written when in the early eighties. I guess, yeah. Yeah. Here I'll be Jamie. Hold on. It's Go a yeah, how I mean, long it, is it? It's a little it's it's thirty percent too long. Thirty <laughs> percent too long. <laughs> it's, it's a, um, I mean, I guess it's between three and four minutes, right? It's four minutes on the nose. Four minutes on with the a nose. minute long fade out. That was yeah. <laughs> that was long. long fade out. That was long for radio play, That's right? Yeah. Especially back then. Yeah. Police could you pull that anything off, over though. three minutes is long. Yeah. I think. So let's see. It did feel short though. I'm with you on that. I I didn't feel like it was going on too long. The fade out, I got a yeah. little bit like okay. Yeah, I felt. I mean, it felt short to me. It doesn't feel like. It felt shorter than that Lil Wayne song, personally. I don't doubt. I don't yeah, disagree. At it probably all. is literally shorter than that Lil Wayne song. So the other thing I really, really like about the song is it's got one big ass exploding part, and it's just like perfect. Like it, it, what what I wrote was when it gets big, it hits hard with feeling. Yep. And I mean, I guess you could you could say a lot of songs do that that suck. Maybe that Rebecca Black song does <laughs> that at certain points. It hits hard, but I don't know. I mean, that goes back to nostalgia for me, maybe. But there's just like 
something about these like three guys together that did it and just to me did it right. Um, the other, the other couple of list items I have. Well, one of them is just I think Sting's voice is like. Mm, it did sound good. Didn't like it? molasses on a buttered biscuit. I think it's always just great. Yep. It, it was it well well produced track and hearing yeah. it on state of the art studio equipment. Yeah. I mean is 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 awesome. We're audiophile level uh, uh quality fidelity that we're listening to these songs yes. at too. So that that for me hit a lot better than it did uh on some uh uh, 1998 Tacoma speakers. Yeah, you know, with the tape deck that has the cable. On yeah, it into something a CD about player. him though. There's something about him that he's always. It, every note he hits feels effortless, right? Whether it's low or high in the register, it's just like, it just feels like he's made to do it. Yep. And it, and that's what I've always kind of liked about him is it's just like, he can hit these notes that I can't hit, you know, and. And it just feels like he could just sit here and do it. I saw uh, uh, the police play at Bonnaroo one time. And I think this might be where like my, I don't want to say my, my kind of negative feeling towards the police or towards sting comes in um, because I had a great time at the show. It was, it was amazing. They, you know, the helicopter flies over the main stage right before their show starts. They're about to start. Here comes a helicopter because they're flying in from Nashville to play the, you know, Saturday night headlining spot mm-hmm. at Bonnaroo. You see the helicopter go down behind the main stage and not five minutes later, you're listening to the opening licks of That's message awesome. in a bottle. Yeah. Right. And it's just like, Oh my God, this is sick. Yeah. And then, you know, 30 minutes later, Sting's got his shirt off, dry hump in the crowd <laughs> while he's that's, singing. And that's like, how he gets it started, man. And I'm like, yeah, but I mean, it's like, it doesn't, no, it, does, it doesn't age well. It doesn't, it doesn't age with the classics. Yeah. You know, I, I get it. The vibe He's, doesn't age with the, if, if someone read the lyrics of that song to one of my daughters at some point, I would hope they would call the police. Yeah. Yeah. The literal police. Yeah. Yeah. I it mean, is a it is creepy. a creepy, the yeah. lyrics are creepy. Yeah. Oh yeah. It doesn't age well. 40 years later. I mean, if you, if you just read the lyrics to it, it looks like a stalker. <laughs> I mean, it is. Yeah. I think that's why I wrote it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know is. the exact yeah. story behind it, but yeah. I mean, it, I think it's from the point are, of view of that. I do think that, I mean, granted, he, it's cheesy. He's cheesy. Mm. And, and he's, I kind of all, I don't know. Maybe he hasn't always been that way. kind of just feel like it's part of his thing. I feel like you can't name yourself Sting without being a little, a little bit dorky. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? Dude, I'm with you, though. When you said the one big moment, like the bridge moment. When yeah, they like, man. It's just like. It if, hits and you're it's just like right. It feels like three Ferraris going like twenty miles an hour. Uh-huh. And then that bridge feels like they go to forty. At the exact like, same time. We can go to forty, right? Let's yeah. go let's go a little bit. Yeah. And it's not, and they don't keep it too long. Yep. They don't throw an acoustic bridge in the middle before they kick back into it. You and know, dude, just, I don't know if you wrote this down, but that's honestly my biggest point pro the song yeah. is the lyrics are so creepy and so like stalker-ish mm-hmm. and then the performance and the execution Makes is so notice. baller they're just yeah. so they're dunking on everybody yeah you don't even notice like that yeah we're, we're barely even trying man like we're yeah. so good at what we do that we're just throwing this out like yeah. i just think it's a weird vibe when you think about sting up there you know singing this song uncle touchy style <laughs> you know no shirt pelvic thrusting to it it's weird i think it's yeah. weird i, I oh mean, he's absolutely i can't i don't disagree with, with that yeah but this is where I go. Like, do you separate the song or the person? Like, he's. Which I mean, to be as fair, a human he's never being, like. Yeah, he's never been in the midst of scandal or cancelization. I mean, who's this song might be about a story about his dad? Who knows? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you know, it could just be a lot of these songs are just stories that these people think up. He's but, an R. Kelly moment away from this looking really bad, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, if he really was a stalker, it would be real weird. And maybe he really They can is. point to a lot of his stuff, if that's the case. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Fields of gold, golden showers, he, I don't know. He's oh, on yeah. shaky ground, is all I'm saying. <laughs> Sting, he's, you better watch yourself. <laughs> um, my last point is that I feel like of all the songs on this list, it is easily the most timeless. 
feeling mm, mm. and everybody that listens to it can feel something yep whether they whether it's disgust or great or it makes you feel like you're seven years old again you know riding in your mom's car which is kind of what I, I feel like but like it it it's kind of like a it just feels legendary you know what i mean i i understand uh, i understand that 100 percent. right when it started playing i was like man yeah, there's something about it. That so, that guitar it's lick. To, it's hard to hate it. Boom, boom, bam, boom, bam. Yeah, it's just it, it's got it. And it, maybe it's just because you've heard it like six hundred thousand times. That might too. be it. And and it, but it but it did it, it it wore on me and it started to change uh change vibes as it went on. Yeah. Too. Like at, at first I was like, I've made a huge mistake. <laughs> <laughs> and then as it went on, I was like, I stand by by, by my decision hundred <laughs> percent. So history will be kind to me. <laughs> that's my list. With that said, not the best police song. No. Not the best sting song. No, I agree. Synchronicity, man. Yeah, I mean, it's Scrantonicity. But I don't think it's the worst one by a long shot. Right. I think there's a lot of sting catalog shit that's pretty pretty bad. Yeah, we can go deep on sting. The Russian, that's all, man. So That's when a I bad one. when I first when I started looking at like my criteria for wanting to pick a song, the first thing I looked at was Rolling Stone's top hundred songs of all time, mm-hmm. and that was at that. the top. That yeah. was at the like the very top, like the top ten. Right. And I just started reading down the whole thing, and I was like, "What's the first one that offends me oh. when I read it?" And I was like, "That that one." Like where does it? Where does no it stem from? I, I, it's a vibe. It's a feeling. Uh, it stings nipples. Maybe it might be. It might all tie back to the ex- experience of the one time I've seen him live. You <laughs> ben know? got stung. It, it was the. <laughs> it was the only. It was the only uh, song that I saw that made me cringe. You know, I was looking down the list. I was like, mm-hmm, yep, yep, yep. Ooh, yeah. mm, no, all oh, mm, interesting can't too that your first two songs are similar in vibe. Like Which one? Everybody taking Dancing in the Dark. Are, mm. yeah. There's similar vibes, dude. What, I do, knew, what I, do you hate about the vibe? Yeah, I don't know, man. I I, I just I, mm, I feel She's like ball front I man. don't maybe I I think I just don't relate to the nostalgic part of it, and I I think like I can get into some some a, a ton of '70s stuff and a ton of like classic classic rock and even Southern rock type stuff. I can get into you know the '90s stuff, the Sound Gardens, all that, and mm. and just felt like there was this. This mushy era of music that sounds a lot like that that just I, that that turns me off for some reason. Yeah. And, but a, a ton of people also like it. I feel the same way about a lot of you too. And I'm like, these people mm. are packing out arenas, and I, I can't I can't get there. And I want to, but the fact that people are so going so hard at it and and defending it so hard and trying to tell you why it's so great, I think that again turns me off to it. So, <laughs> which is what this whole podcast is. <laughs> yeah. I think it's interesting though that you heard the first couple notes and for a second it got you mm-hmm. and then you're like, "Nah, man. Like I'm yeah. not a fool. I've been here before. No. I know what this is." Dude, I was I was halfway through. I was I was uh 60% of the way through the song before I was like, "Ah, oh. nope." Yep. Is well, that the point in the song where you always feel that way? That song? Maybe you just no. need to be 30 seconds. Yeah, maybe you just need to skip it after the first <laughs> after it hits big. Mm. Slow down. to tub thumping immediately. Yep, right to tub thumping. <laughs> the minute the vibe the changes. The worst song that's ever been written. Oh. All right. There's my case. I, I dig it. I pleaded a, it. That's a solid case. I think it's okay. I think it's, it is too. I it's think it's a, a little really good flimsy. Case. I don't know, man. I mean, I, I think I, it's flimsy because the song is a little boring. It gets boring. Mm. Yeah. It goes on a little long and it doesn't mm. feel long, but by the end of it, I'm done with it too. And maybe part of it is the, uh, you know, the, the nature of attention spans of a 37 year old now. Like we've yeah. lived through a bunch of different areas or eras of, you know, technology changed and, and kind of, I'm on the, you know, tail end of the like millennial generation. And so, like if that song would have been ninety seconds long, it may have been the best song I've ever heard. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a problem. I'm gonna say it's easier to stay in that vibe when you're in the middle of puberty. <laughs> That's probably part of it. Okay. <laughs> that was a great case. All right, I agree with all that. Case by closed. The way. Uh, Andy Summers didn't get enough credit for that guitar part either. Man. That guitar is. Awesome. It is a catchy. It's iconic. It a catchy little riff. It's an, it's iconic within the first two notes. Yeah. Mm. Like everyone knows that vibe immediately. And I mean, and not, he only had to play it for like one bar, and then they just looped it for yeah. the rest of the song. 
<laughs> but I mean, not not everybody's been sampled by Puff. That we one. didn't even talk about <laughs> not Puff. everybody. Yeah, that one did. That yeah, it did, it. and that was, and that maybe that's it too. Like seventh, eighth grade, uh, or sixth change grade. Your maybe? mind about things. The the sure. no way out, uh, the Puff Daddy album with that song on it, with the uh, I'll be missing you that he wrote I'll about. Be missing you. Yeah, yeah, that he that he I guess wrote for Notorious B.I.G. who'd passed away recently and sampled that uh, guitar riff you just mentioned among other parts of the song. Like maybe that's it too. Maybe it's just tired to me. Maybe I, I heard it yeah, a different I mean, way for the first time. I mean, it might be like uh, Under Pressure, like huge <sighs> Vanilla Ice guy. Yeah, you know, yeah. maybe maybe I, I do feel the same way about Under Pressure. Yeah, now that you too. feel about I it. Don't you know, hear Under Pressure ever yeah. again. Yeah, I'd yeah. rather hear Puff Daddy and Vanilla Ice do the uh, uh, re, the, <laughs> the reboots <laughs> yeah. of, the, of those hooks. I'm sorry. At least Puff Daddy got to keep the money he made from it. Mm, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm stalling because I don't want to. I don't want to defend Lil Wayne. Man, you've got the easiest job ever. I have a. I mean, I'm about to tattoo "Fear God" across my (laughs) eyelids just to look like Lil Wayne, dude. (laughs) You got to do a lot more than that. You think? (laughs) A little bit. Diamonds in my teeth. Yeah. Then you have it. Codeine, cough syrup. (laughs) Then you'll look just like him. (laughs) Codeine and cough syrup. All right, I have the unfortunate task of defending a Millie, the Lil Wayne banger. I have only seven points. Last time I had about 10 points. I don't feel like you believe in what you're doing right now, Matt. I'm going to try. Okay. I'm going to try. I feel like, but you're not out of it, you know? Daniel made some good points, but I, I still feel like you've got the easier job because he still hates the police. <laughs> you hate, hate you hate us. staying much more than you hate Lil Wayne. You love Lil Wayne, so yeah. I'm, I'm gonna lean on those. Okay. Point number one, I wrote swagu, and I just like did a <laughs> bunch of U's, like S W A G U U U U U U U U, because right from the first two seconds the song is like here we are we're not going anywhere Mm. this is the whole ride Mm. right from the beginning is the whole ride you don't even need to hear wayne's verses right from the beginning that's the whole vibe Mm. the whole production doesn't rise or fall doesn't change a lot like the first song a lot like a lot of songs on your list there's not like a journey. Mm-mm. It's just like an instant vibe for three minutes. Mm. And I think there's something commendable about a song that introduces itself within two seconds. Frat boys everywhere are going, Aah! like there's something powerful there. Mm. <laughs> I think that's a point in the pro category of this song because it was a hit for a good reason. Mm. That's that's point number one. Okay. Feel free to chime in anytime. <laughs> well, I, I, I was going to say, you know, that is kind of the reason that I chose it because that's the thing about that song that I don't like yep. is that I think he's got so much, there's so much better stuff of, of his out there that is genuine and, and like is just better than just hype. I felt like it was hype. And that's why the whole song was famous to begin with is because it just got people fuck out hype. I'm already on your side of the couch, and okay. I'm going to say I wrote point number four. I wrote too much flavor, not enough facts. And what I mean by that is Lil Wayne's very capable as a rapper, ridiculously capable as a rapper, and this entirely feels like phoning it in for him. I'm a venereal disease, like a menstrual bleed through the pencil and leak on the sheet of the tablet in my mind because I don't write shit because I ain't got time. It feels like he was just like, man, I'm just going to slow down, just going to lean on the vibe and not do any sort of hard work on this. Mm. Was I it because th- he kept the vibe popping like a oval red and baka, oh, or because uh, his name ain't Bick, but he keep that flame? It's you know, a very lazy session for him. Agreed. And I have a hard time defending it, knowing his other catalog. Mm. It's hard to defend because all of his lines are bad. All of them are phoned in. Every one of them is slow and lazy. It's it sounds like Little Wayne trying to do what he thinks people want to hear. 
mm. or someone pressured him into doing. And it's his one of his most popular songs ever. But I think somebody knew that would be the case. And he back engineered it for people's garbage ears. <laughs> I think it, that's why I'm having a hard time defending it is because I kind of see what it is. I'm like, all right, this is just a it's an easy get. It's like the mm. fish that's like lazy that has one eye that you know you can catch. Like, ah, oh, mm. he's right here. He'll bite anything. He's been there all day. <laughs> as so, long as it's on the right side where the eye is. Yes. <laughs> I'm already, on that left side, I'm already not redeeming it. myself. I'm already like tearing the song down. Uh, number two, I wrote, the vocal chop is what you hate. You don't actually hate the song. What's that mean? It's repetitive. Yeah, it's, it's a, in the background the entire it's time. It's repetitive in a bad way. A producer fucked up. Yeah. Like that's not the way you do that. You know what it reminds me of? Yep. The the lick yep. and the and the police song. You know? It's just like I, I guess it's the repetition where it's like but at least can we change something song, here? They get up off the recliner for a minute. Yeah. And they're they playing do. it That's the right. whole damn time. Yeah, they're playing it. <laughs> it's not identical the whole time. Yeah. Right. It's not a cut loop. Yeah. It's a, a human being playing something, uh-huh. which I do think resonates, man. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I feel that 100%. It's more meditative that way. Hmm. Doesn't just sound like ones and zeros over and over again. Right. Matt's helping redeem. I know. The police I'm, during his case. I'm a giver. What can I say? <laughs> this is altruism at its finest. <laughs> anyway, I was going to say, in favor of the song, if it was flipped by a producer who was capable, they could make a banger out of mm. this. I just think that's not fair because somebody dropped the ball there. There's elements in this song that are awesome. Like, the production is great. It's just repetitive in a way that drives you insane. Mm. It sounds like somebody fucked up. Yeah. I agree. Um, again, it did get me off the couch, though. Like for the for the first little bit, I looked around and we were all kind of feeling it. Yeah, for a second, it and went it went fast. hard. It did go away fast, um, but it it did that. What's up? I'm here. Let's go. You yeah. Know, they, would it Would it go away fast if we weren't all just sitting around drinking beers in a room? Yeah. If I we mean, were in a club. Yeah, if I was, which is it, what this shit's made for, right? right. Yeah, you know, I guess so. so. Set and setting, like if it was, if it was in a club and I was single and trying to get up on somebody, it'd probably be a great song to be listening to. You could grind the same repetitive motion on somebody. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For four and a half minutes, right? Exactly. Right until the, the bouncers beat. take you out. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And again, like that's. Not my scene. That's not what I'm trying to do. Yeah. I'm I'm trying to sit and appreciate some stuff. I'm trying to appreciate some craft. And uh and I, I think that's just like a a just it it it, it appeals too much to the sheeple in us. Mm. Yep. You know? Yep. And I think it won by doing that. And I think when you say that it it's not well produced or it could have been like a producer failed here. They failed for making a piece of music or a, a track that we maybe enjoy as much as we could have if somebody else had done it. But I think it did exactly what it was supposed to do. I think it achieved yep. <laughs> it achieved what it set out to do, yep. which was become one of the songs that, that one of the most popular songs that that guy ever put out and what is is going to be remembered that song is going to be around for a long, long time. Absolutely. And people are going to have the same nostalgia for that kind of song that they do for I'll be watching you. And man, I think it did a similar thing where we talked about Run the Jewels. Like Mm -hmm. this song was kind of near the beginning of a lot of other people doing that same thing better. Mm. Like people heard it and they were like, oh, okay. This. Like the Zach De La Rocha song is a much better application of that thing. And that's Mm. natural, right? I mean, you can't do it the best the first time. Nobody's ever going to do that. Somebody's going to come along and yeah, but it was like the inspired. It 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 became like a taste making type track. Totally. At some point, it it informed a a genre or an era of that kind of rap music. So to that point, I wrote. Let's see, point number five. I wrote Wayne sounds like he's laid back and having fun on purpose. Mm. Like we know what he can do. Mm. He doesn't have to prove himself. I don't feel like if you really dig in, you don't, he doesn't have to prove himself. I feel like he was, there's a trend in music also where it's just like the police. Sometimes Mm. it's nice to be a Ferrari just going 10. Mm. Like Mm. I know how to do this. It's not that hard. This can just be fun too. How about I want to have fun and not work too hard on something. That's part of the flex is that it's, 
intentionally effortless. Mm-hmm. Jay-Z's been doing it for a long time, dude. <laughs> like, you know what he's capable of, but the Black Album is also brilliant, but also there's tracks on it where he's not really trying that hard, and I think it's intentional. I like the uh, driving a Ferrari 10 miles an hour uh, metaphor, and then it, you know, it felt like when he wanted to squeal the tires, he did for a second. Sure. You know? Sure. And and that keeps you Then engaged. it kind of felt like he wrecked it a little bit. <laughs> and then got it back on the road. Damn it, Damn it Daniel. <laughs> so somewhere in that third minute where he was like, I don't know what to say. Yeah. Uh, point number six, I said, if you're into the vibe, it's the only vibe. Mm. Like, it's the vibe the whole time. If that's what yeah. you're going for, you're going to get that for the entire yeah. song. There's no change. There's no diversion. It's like, that's the thing. Yeah, it's not a dynamic song. It's not at all. And that was a trend for a while, and it went away before this song. Also, I feel like this track is what happens in rap music when you go too far the other way, and then people are like, you know what? All we really need is one little sample and one drum and one 808. Like, this is a minimal track. There's not a lot going on. Mm. There's that vocal chop. There's some pretty nice... Like 808, very well-produced, very well-produced drum machines. And that's it. There's nothing else in it. I remember when uh, Floyd Mayweather came out to uh, fight somebody, like in 2010, 2011, and he had Lil Wayne walk out with him, (laughs) singing a milli, a milli, and rapping behind, as Floyd Mayweather was walking out to the ring to make $40 million off of a fight with Manny Pacquiao or whoever it was. And so it was this like icon that this this iconic song of uh, of stupid money yeah. that guys were were mm-hmm. were happy to brag about having. I, I think it, it definitely. I, mean, I think like, it's a bragging point when you grow up with nothing. A hundred percent, man. Yeah. Also, I think that points to the things that I think the song does well. Like it doesn't try to. We talked about Phil Collins last episode mm-hmm. about how key change after key change after key change wasn't very inviting. It's like, yeah. all right, like I, you can't do this. Yeah. It's a Ferrari this going whole 150. Song, this yeah. whole song is anybody can do this. Yeah, anybody can do this. You want to rap? Just it's not hard. Here, here's, so, here's a shitty verse. And so I think what what <laughs> then people gravitated towards was was the. Uh, was not just the the lyrics or the content the the matter of the song it was the personality behind it yeah that people were like mm-hmm. were taken by that's all the song is yeah. man yeah that's the only thing i'll give it credit for is it's vibe it's him it's yeah. vibe 100 120 percent even in the face of shitty lyrics and shitty production and annoying ass repetition like the vibe stays strong the whole time if you want to feel that way, it's that way the whole time. Yeah, I mean, you just it's, don't. It's, <laughs> you just don't feel that. Yeah, you got to appreciate somebody leaning into something and owning it, even if it, you know, even if it goes off the rails for them or, or whatever. I mean, it's still. I will say it's hard, and we said this earlier. It's almost harder to hear a shit song from someone who you really love, yep. who you know can do it really well. Yeah. I feel that way about lots of. Lots of hands. Yeah. Well, that's where I'm at with it, with that whole, with, with choosing that song is yeah. that was the idea. The thing with the, you know, with the, uh, I'll be watching you or every, what's it called? Every, every you breath take? you take. Every breath you take. Yeah. Uh, it, that song, I'm just sick of hearing it. Yep. The other one was like, damn it. I can't believe this is what people think of this guy. Yeah. Because they should think something better. Oh, like there's a million better songs mm-hmm. that he's been a part of. Yeah. I'm with you on that. It's hard hearing it like i knew the song when you mentioned it but i hadn't heard it in a long time and hearing it again it's hard to defend we did vibe for a second though yeah it was, it was a short that first verse it was a short great. vibe yeah but if you're drunk as hell at the club yeah man. you know you can stay in that vibe for a long stay time in that if vibe you're hammered, for three yeah. minutes and 14 seconds <laughs> yeah yeah um i haven't convinced myself at all i'm, yeah, well, I'm on your side of this equation me. i'm convinced well this is i mean i don't know what's the point you know i mean uh, you got to be honest with yourself, Matt. You're not, you're not going to sell me a car you don't believe in. You know. Let me make sure I didn't skip anything. <laughs> Go back. Nope. To my notes. Nope. Uh, <laughs> this song sucks. Oh, that's a rough one. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it, so so it's do, not the worst song on that list. No, it's not. There's I songs on that list. I, I also like it agree. better than uh, Friday Home. 
and oh right. god yeah home i agree with that i like mm. it a lot better than both of those home at least goes a couple i haven't places. heard the fish song but i bet i like it more than the fish song <laughs> no no it's the worst one on there <laughs> which song has been pseudo redeemed uh i mean neither no i mean i, I gotta say it's the it's the police song ah! <laughs> for sure and i don't know that i don't know that that anything Matt could have said uh, would have changed it after I, I heard the first minute yeah. and a half of that song. You know, I was I was feeling I was you feeling stung, really man. guilty about that choice. I got stung. Ben got, got stung. stung. That's the name of the episode. He'll sting you yeah. for yeah. hours and hours, days. No, I mean I think it's a it it is a much better song than I've ever given it credit for, and I don't know that I've ever really sat and i can guarantee you i've never sat and listened to it with intent like i did yeah before and i've listened to every about a lot Lil of wayne songs. song with yeah. intent at some point in my life yep. in a big way so you know he just had the you know daniel had the uh the easier task i think of of getting i, I was going to be mobile on that because i hadn't you know i hadn't well i like the song it. it's a better i song. like the song it Object- is a song. objectively it's a better song but yeah. i liked it so i was i could get behind it yep I feel like Whereas, this this section should be called victory lap, where we all pile on. Yeah. Kyle Good Bush, job, squeal it out. Yeah. It is, it is. I'm proud of myself. I really am. You brought I'd like home, to man. thank Ben and you and Lil Wayne and Stuart Copeland. Uh, I will say another point in this song's credit is the intent behind the song of I'll be watching you every step, blah, 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 like never giving up, never giving up. The song itself never stops yeah. it can't stop yeah once you start that guitar lit riff it goes into eternity like the only way to end that song is to fade it out i know i know yeah I there know, is no I know, I know, there I is know. no conclusion to that there's is no there? way to end that feeling yeah, that feeling that doesn't end and it'll fade back in when you're on your way to heaven <laughs> no you're right i still hate it and <laughs> on your way to heaven. fades back in Matt, maybe that should be the approach. Is is you is you don't necessarily try to convince me why the uh, Lil Wayne song is so good. You try to convince me why, why you that hate song it is such trash. <laughs> why, why the police song is so fight. awful? Yeah, we could that's the fight. secret weapon in here. It fades back in on your way to heaven. Yeah, I mean you got to get in the. That's court, how you know you're dying. You start hearing that fade in. Like shit. <laughs>